0: Hi folks, welcome back to On Call with Insignia, where we go on call with leaders innovating the future of Southeast Asia's internet and digital economy, or as we like to call it, as the innovation. I'm your host, Paolo Alcinha, senior content strategist at Insignia Ventures. In this episode, we're back with another compilation of A Leader a Minute, where we feature non-founder leaders driving the growth of Southeast Asia's most impactful tech companies. In the first compilation, we showcased how these leaders are able to create needle-moving impact. And in this edition, we flip the script and focus on how companies are able to shape these leaders and even their perspectives of their own expertise. But first, let's have some introductions to our featured leaders for this compilation and get to know the roles that they play in their organizations. Before you go on call, be sure to give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platforms, and stay tuned for our latest insights on our Twitter at InsigniaVC and Instagram at Insignia underscore VC. Now, let's get into the call. We start with Nabil Abdullah Ishaq, the HR leader who came from Bukalapak, now building the people's strengths of Aplikasi Super, the leading social commerce platform in Eastern Indonesia's Tier 2, Tier 3 and rural areas. So we'd love for you to just introduce yourself to the audience, and maybe
1: explain a little bit of what you do and how you got into Super. My name is Nabil. I'm currently serving as the head of HR here in Aplikasi Super. Previously, I was the HR VP of Bukalapak. So my responsibilities included, but were not limited to alignment of the business objectives with those of HR as well as the employees. And talking about Super uh, was initially approached by Steven, who is the CEO of Autokasti Super, and was immediately hooked on its purpose-driven vision and the business model that it seems is very unique. And the rest of it, it's history, of course. Let me have Brian
0: Tan, The nuclear scientist turned chief scientist fueling the AI engine of Southeast Asia's fast-growing auto-retail tech platform, CARO. But first things first, we'd love to know how you joined CARO. What were you doing before you, you joined CARO and why you decided to dive into this industry in particular? Because I, as I understand it, you were previously doing something quite different.
2: Um, so prior to joining CARO, I was a nuclear scientist. I work with supercomputers on a daily basis to devise ways to encapsulate and contain radioactivity from spent nuclear fuel. So spent nuclear fuel remains radioactive for thousands of years after they have been burned. So my research in Cambridge University has spent many collaborators in Europe and then driving across the English Channel was a monthly endeavour. But luckily, I love driving and of course, I love cars. So, how did I find about a company? Aaron, my buddy from Army Days, founded Caro, and we've always been chatting about cars, from pricing to taxation to intercontinental exports. Coincidentally, more than a year ago, Aaron asked whether I was interested in heading up a data science team to anchor the digitalization of the car trade. This will be a team that will be deeply grounded in math, science and technology. It took me a long time, probably two whole seconds before I say yes. Well, to me, why did I join Caro? Aaron has always been a great friend of mine since I army mean, days. He's smart and decisive and working in him is very natural. We do not communicate much with words. A simple phrase or sentence actually conveys much between us. I think it's easy to make 20 friends but hard to keep a friend for 20 years. So taking up this offer is a no-brainer.
0: And it's great that Aaron was able to reach out to you and you were able to maintain that relationship over the past 10 years. CARO has been known for not just being auto-retail uniform, but the fact that the growth of CARO has been driven a lot by AI, machine learning, data science, and now you're part of the team to lead up that function. So maybe you can share, what does it mean to be Chief Scientist Officer leading up this data science team, especially at CARO? At
2: so being a Chief Scientist at CARO has been an amazing experience so far. I Oversee all the machine learning and AI programs that we have at Caro. The core mandate for my team is innovations. We run initiatives with AI to improve people's car ownership and usage experience with a focus on Southeast Asia. Here at Caro, we are involved in almost every vertical relating to cars from buying, selling, listing, insurance. And finance you name it we do it and we do it differently and powered by AIML so some examples include price automation in car transactions distance based and behavioral based insurance premiums and maintenance costs for cars AI monitoring of car engine health to automated inspection and listing of costs this and much more form the foundation of AIML in car room. A typical day will be spent automating processes, but besides automating processes, I make sure to spend a few minutes each day on divergent thinking, basically inventing ways to further enhance the car ownership experience with data and AI. For our third leader, we bring back to the show, Agus formerly from
0: Amazon, now VP of Engineering at Indonesia's largest tech-enabled logistics network and fast-emerging e-commerce-enabled platform, Shipper, who went on call with us with the company CTO Marvinus Koko Arif in a previous episode. We recap
3: some of his sharings in this compilation as well. How about you, Agus? How did you join Shipper? The reason I joined Shipper, I can see a big challenge and big opportunity in logistics and e-commerce in Indonesia, right? Because like you say, I was coming from Amazon, so I know Indonesia where the e-commerce grow rapidly, Mm -hmm. right? At all these Tokopedia Shopee, one day it will be the size of Amazon, right? So I know in order to do that, you need a logistic as well, right? Because the delivery online, all the online buying, you need to have delivery fast, delivery accuracy, prediction. So it's an interesting problem. And on top of that, I also doing research and I read can uh, research. Actually, Indonesia has very big market size, 80 billion market size in logistic and still growing with the growth of e-commerce. So that's one of the reasons I'm quite interested with this challenge. And the reason I joined and take the challenge, I think it's good to have this challenge and, you know, contribute to the country, Indonesia. my I first joined Zipper, it was a culture shock. I mean, I came from Amazon, big corporate, suddenly going to the startup and almost start from almost ground zero. I think in the last two years, we've been working with Marvinus to improve everything, right? From the standardized, the hiring. Now the team is over 150 people. And then a lot of stuff that I learned from previous company, I bring it over to improve the quality and the stability. Now, I think the quality, the culture, and the performance of our team is comparable to other top unicorn startups in Southeast <laughs> Asia. I'm actually very proud and fortunate to join Shipper and you know have the ability to grow from almost ground zero to where we are now. It's really
0: amazing that even if you had all this experience from Amazon, I think it was like
3: six years when you came into Shipper, you
0: still had to sort of start from ground zero in a way. For you, Agus, how does the VP of Engineering role differ than from what
3: Marvin has, has talked about? So for me, I'm more specific into specific domain where my looking after more horizontal i'm currently given responsibility for the end-to-end process in fulfillment domain and warehouse so starting from order management system so we can pull order automatically from marketplace all in major marketplace in Indonesia. So customer doesn't need to give us order in email, WhatsApp anymore. And then also responsible for customer facing portal where customer can self-service, upload their orders, online orders, especially offline orders, right? Because online order mostly already pulled by OMS. They also can monitor all their activity inbound, outbound inventory in real time from all channels. And on top of that, we also have Intools and WMS for our warehouse management, for our warehouse team and then data team to collect all the data and build the right analytics for our customers. The key differentiation, like, are more specific to each domain in shippers. Finally, we have Maralops Yagian, ex,
0: formerly from Zendit and many other tech companies, now Group Product Manager of Southeast Asia's leading open finance platform, Brancas. We'd love to get to know you first and, you know, how you came to join Brancas. So what were you doing? Maybe you can share with us what you were you doing before you joined Brancas, And how did you find out about the company and then what made you decide to finally join?
4: Actually, I was starting myself as a post stack dev developer. And then after 118 months, I decided to move as a product manager because I want to learn about the industries. That's why before Brandcast, I was moving with the offices to learn for, for the industry. And out of a sudden, the COVID came and I met my ex-manager in one of the people in Indonesia. Apparently, he is the CPO of Brandcast right now. So. I just came to him and I had this simple question and I asked, what are you doing right now? And he answered, open finance. And after that, I did some research about open finance because open finance or open banking is a pretty, pretty new term in Indonesia, in Southeast Asia and it's is pretty new. And then I did my research and it blew my mind because I'm someone that believing economic growth happens when there is money movement. And turns out open finance is enabling people to have a minimum fraction to encourage money movement, financial data sharing and everything. So I joined them, not just because of the vision and mission, all of the companies have that, but I joined because I believe the action that had been given by Redcast team, the action that they put up to the market, the initiative that they did. I never saw a company that worked towards their vision and focusing on it to build financial infrastructure in Southeast Asia as much as they did. So that's why I am choosing Ventas. I I decided to join and it's been almost two years for me to join.
0: Congratulations on on two years at at Prankas, And now you're currently in the group product manager role Maybe you can share
4: with us what does that mean exactly to be a Group Product Manager? This is an interesting question actually. No one asked me this kind of question before. Basically, a Group Product Manager is the leader of a Product Manager team that focuses on supporting a business vision and customer needs that only scoping in that team. And for me personally, if you are the Group Product Manager, you are responsible for growing your team, either as a team or personally, to make them achieve their goal within the company. Of course, product, uh, group product managers strategize and see the bigger picture of the direction that the team wants to take on their products. Of course, it's a, it's a leadership role that needs trust to be shared between two parties, between the group product managers and the product managers itself. Right? So it's never one way, it's always two ways between each other.
0: Now that we have a better idea of where our leaders came from, how they joined these fast growing startups, and what their roles are in these organizations, we can get into the meat of this episode. And for each of our leaders, they talk about company culture and how working at their respective companies has shaped their perspective on their expertise and their field. First up is Nabil Ishak from Super. How would you describe Super's company culture in one word? Rewarding.
1: At Super, we call ourselves dreamers and doers. We dream very big. Our dream is, of course, to improve economic equality for Eastern Indonesia and we work relentlessly towards those dreams. There might be some formidable challenges ahead. but of course, we do need these challenges to grow, don't we? To be able to turn these kind of challenges into a solution and opportunity for a lot of people is definitely a rewarding experience for each and every one of us here in Super. Our work has a visible impact and we find it as a meaningful experience experience for our lives personally and professionally and we always take a moment to celebrate how much we have achieved, how far we have come, how many people we essentially have help. Speaking of hiring the best talent top talent in Indonesia, like what kind of leaders
0: does Super, you know, cultivate within its organization, given Super's focus on rural Indonesia
1: in particular, right? How does that impact the way that you develop leaders in your organization?
4: The leaders
1: that we are investing in and the leaders that we are looking for are the ones who are essentially on pick and genuinely willing to support our vision and culture. Our culture is very purpose driven and that's why we do need people or leaders who are also share our purpose driven vision. It's essential that our leaders share this heartfelt sense of ownership for our collective vision and culture and to bring it to the next level together. Then
0: we have Carlos Brian Tan. How would you describe Caro's company culture in one word?
2: Opportunities. In Caro. Regardless of whether you're a C-Suite or fresh graduate, young or old, men or women. As long as you have a good idea, we will support you and give you the opportunities to make an impact. And you will have fun while doing all this. We are really a fun-loving team. Even outside of work, we meet up for happy hours, board games, soccer, etc. Personally, I love board games.
0: I also like to ask how your role in Cairo has evolved your understanding and appreciation for You know, the expertise that you've built over the years in terms of working with data.
2: Honestly, I think my expertise has been put to the test many times in Caro. But just like AI models, we human beings also become sharper, faster and more accurate each time we tackle a new challenge as we never stop learning. So beside our consumer offerings, we are also doing our part for the data science community. An exciting initiative is our up-and-coming Carol X Amazon Scholarship for Data Science. This scholarship supports young people to read data science in the universities, build a steady pipeline of talent for Carol. Last but not least, we also want to play a part in strengthening and expanding the data size fraternity in Singapore.
0: Then, recapping the sharings of August Wood from Shipper.
2: And, and how does that culture, you, you, uh, Marvin, you talk about culture, August, you talk
0: about how the maturity of, of the tech approach has evolved. How does that impact your approach to
3: hiring, entertaining engineering and tech talent in your respective teams? In hiring process, we're not just testing their code skill, but also we deep dive and it's very important we find someone to align with the cheaper company culture, especially like the value, like customer first, all for one, one for all. Mm -hmm. We need to evaluate whether this guy is going to be aligned or this is something that can be teachable or this is something that just doesn't fit, right? Mm. Because when we hire them, we want to make sure this is going to be a long-term investment for the company. And then for retaining talent, we have a common process. We have regular one-on-one where the direct report and managers to make sure we listen to their new ideas, they concern and if they have issue we help them resolve the issue we also identify area improvement for professional growth for example they need to move to management so they need management skill they need a new technical steel and then as a company we always prior to invest in our engineering so we give them allowance for joining virtual conference online tutorial joining training and get certification with aws and although that, we also need to make sure our salary is competitive the engineering is cheaper, is like we treat engineering as a value generator we facilitate them to create innovation understand customer need and create a suitable product solution for our customers i think that's the main key difference yeah how has your time shipper shaped your view of
0: being an engineer or a tech
3: leader? Yeah, I used to do a bit of everything. I think as I mentioned before, but today as the team grow, we have more mature organization structure. Like we have dedicated product team, we have dedicated test engineer, we have business team. Well, before I used to do a bit of everything of that, but now I concentrate more on the fulfillment engineering and then especially on the strategic and team composition. And then we have expansion outside Indonesia. So we have fulfillment team who helping from the China. On top of that also, I still review system design on more complex Um, projects. Sometimes I'm still hands-on coding but very limited as the time not permit. That's probably one thing that I miss. And finally back to Marlok
4: again from Brancas. How would you describe as company culture in one word? If it is one word, I can say that autonomous. Everybody in the team is pretty accountable for anything that is given to them. We proactively communicate. We don't need to be told to, to do something, to work on something, you know. So basically we proactively communicate to each other, we proactively help each other, because as I said, right, it is autonomous. There is no micromanaging within the teams, especially from the higher-ups. When we have a problem, management trusts us to solve it in our way. We can figure it out together, which will create a unique solution that comes from our team. How has your role in Branca evolved your understanding
0: and appreciation for you know product management? You've had a long career already in it, especially when it comes to,
4: I guess, the Indonesian market. Basically. I think because brand is are getting started in what, what I learned because of this part, especially in the Indonesian market, is when it comes to the Indonesian market, it reminds me that Indonesian people are not all the same, so there are a lot of areas here, a lot of islands, and that's the thing. Because of that, different areas meaning that we will have different cultures, we have different values. Different opinions, different risk appetite, even different internet adoption rate. It makes me understand that because because in you know, approaching the market and getting closer to the PMF or to the product market fit, we also need to consider their goal or why our why our merchant or customers using us. Right? What is the goal in using our product? What do they need? And that's the thing. Because if we focus on their goal, it will shape how we will build our product. How we design it even shaping how we sell it to them to cap things off for this episode we share these leaders views on what excites them about the role about the future
0: of their role in their company and the vision they are building towards again starting things off with Nabil mm-hmm. to, to wrap things up you know we'd love to know also what you're excited about for super in the next few years continue to grow the, the structure within uh, super's mm-hmm. HR and what yeah. you're looking forward to it, in your role and function in the company
1: we aspire to be the next unicorn coming from Eastern Indonesia, the first one from Eastern Indonesia and to earn this recognition and meet a place for ourselves in the market. But our dream is so much bigger than that. What we aim for are sustainable and profitable growth. We are in for the for the long haul. We run like a train but we pace ourselves for a marathon. What we aim for the growth, that naturally comes with bringing in more and more people on board to warrant against our organization-based bench strength. So as a head of HR myself, I want Super to attract the best local talent and build a winning team that will take us to the new high and establish us as an employer of choice. Then, Brian. Last but not least, Cairo is,
0: has achieved a lot in the past few years, but there's still a lot more work to be done. And I'm sure you're, you're excited to, to see where, where the company goes in the next few years. So what are you most excited about of Cairo's future with respect to your own function as chief scientist? And what can you know, people looking to join Cairo, especially those who have data science, AI, ML kind of expertise, look forward to when working with you in
2: Cairo? Well, being an explorer myself, I'm constantly excited by new frontiers. In Cairo, we are expanding businesses and collaboration on a daily basis with AI. We work very closely with OEMs, dealers, and consumers. Every day, we try our best to devise new ways of car ownership experience, from leasing to buying and styling. In fact, people come to us not only for a test drive experience, but for a test-owned experience. Test-owned means that you take a car for a few days and see if it suits your lifestyle. Conversion in this program has been high, and Caro is dedicated to empowering the user experience with our technology and our people too. We have been lucky so far. We have a team of committed, capable, and caring staff to realize our ambitions. So, for people like you, Join Us, Caro is a company who truly believes in using data and technology to solve problems and empower our customers. In some companies, data plays a passive role, but here at Caro, it plays an active role. The environment here is fast. And people joining us will have an exciting ride combining innovation, opportunities, and most importantly, fun. Now,
3: Agus, how soon before Indonesia reaches Amazon level?
0: Having worked at Amazon.
3: Maybe in a couple of years, but we are catching really fast. I mean, we fall behind maybe before between five to eight years, but I think now we're getting closer and closer. And finally, Maral,
0: what are you most excited about? What, what will keep you going and what are you excited about for Brandcast's future with respect to, you know, the product function? And what can all mm. who listening to this or reading this interview look forward to working with you in, in Brancas?
4: I'm excited about the direction that we will take, where Brandcast divines and introduces trends and behavior that can be catered to open finance, not only to the market, but also to the government, things like that, because we are here not for opposing them, but support them Support government as well to find what what is the best that we can get through open finance. With open finance, we can make payment can happen digitally without any. In Indonesia, it's through virtual account, credit card, and everything. But the problem is like it never settles in real time. Basically, we want to tackle those so payment can happen digitally and settle people real time. It's gonna be like a normal bank transfer. Sharing your financial data will happen easily and fast as well through open finance. People can get a new chance through a loan. So basically, I see loan as a new chance for people. And then sharing your financial data will enable you to get the loan as soon as possible. And also, we have our own vision to enable all the financial institutions to be available online and benefit everyone in economic growth. As, as I mentioned before, right? the faster money moves, the faster the growth of the area around you. So if you want to grow Southeast Asia together with us, especially in the Ninja Philippines, please join us.
0: Stay on the line with us for more conversations with our founders and investors in the region. Until your next call, I am Paolo Oquinha and this has been On Call with Insignia Ventures.